there, and welcome to the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, of course, officially known as your mayor of PHNX, and I am joined by my vice mayor, my co-host, my friend, the Thunderstick, Jesse Friedman. That was a fun video. I I I like that opening. Yeah, Derek doesn't even tell me these things. We get a new opening video, and I just show up and see it for the first time. Uh, yep. but that was cool. That was fun. Because you're a bum from Tacoma, Daddy. That's go. where you're coming you from back there. Yeah, the city of city of destiny, Derek. City of destiny. City of destiny. I yeah. hope that the Arizona Diamondbacks are the team of destiny, Jesse. And I Let's might be uh, being a little bit uh, putting the cart before the horse with that one. But of course, we actually have progressive news to talk about today on the MLB oh, yes. lockout. But before we get to that. I need to remind you guys that this show is brought to you by our friends over at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use our code of PHNX. And simply for betting $5 on any team, on any wild card team to win their game this weekend, you will win $280 in free bets if your team is victorious. But that's not all, Jesse, because new customers can also get 56 to 1 odds on any wild card team to win their game. And we have, wow. of course, the hammer the over promotion for Saturday night's Patriots Bills game. So if you haven't signed up for DraftKings yet, this is the weekend to do so. We thank you guys so much for joining us. Like I said, we actually have progress, Jesse. We have progress. The Things are come. moving. Lockout <laughs> season is might be coming to an end. And God help us if it happens on January 28th, because Jesse Friedman <laughs> will be absolutely insufferable should that happen. But we're gonna have I, an entire week of podcasts where I'm just oh, gonna gloat and I'm just yeah. not really gonna stop gloating. Jesse's so. gonna take time off of work. <laughs> and when I would say that, I mean both jobs. He's just gonna appear on here to gloat. That's it. He's not gonna offer right, any kind right. of uh, analysis. He's not going to give us any feedback it's just going to be to say i told you so uh over and over again uh, and yeah. then he's going to get on a probably some sort of DraftKings promotion at that point because it would be dumb not to but jesse i'm excited because again we have lockout news and i don't feel like we should be celebrating these turns of events uh as much as we should be revealing them in a new segment yeah. that i like to call from our little neural network uh, mottos uh, from last year, Jesse. Oh, no. Welcome to As the Cactus Turns. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Welcome, <sighs> welcome into another edition of As the Cactus Turns, where we talk about the ongoing events of the MLB lockout. But, Jesse, yes, we have lockout news. According to good old Bob Nightingale over at USA Today, the MLB Players Association and Major League Baseball will be meeting for the first time since the lockout to discuss core economic issues and competitive balance issues in a video conference this Thursday, uh, according to wow. officials like, directly like two involved. Day, in like the, two days from now is where yeah, right that, now. And wow, the, and okay. the, the, it evolved over the course of the day because the first news to come out this morning was that uh, they were going to meet within the next two weeks. And then that time frame apparently got either expedited or got solidified uh, with a date of well, this Thursday. Well, which... it's it's because they realized that January 28th is only Correct. a couple weeks away, so they're going to have to start getting on yeah, the ball. Yeah, they were like, we can't. Yeah. Two, two weeks away is the 24th. That's too far away. That's too far yes. down the line. That's right. Then we only have four days to get the deal done before we have to hit Jesse's date. So, of course, <laughs> they decided that they needed to move it up. It's interesting because uh, according to this report, 
they are not expected to address the free agency or salary salary arbitration uh, in their proposal. So it makes right. me wonder, is that still going to be something on the table? Or at this point, are they just moving on past those issues because they're not going to really be able to come to an agreement? Like, I, I don't know what happens in the negotiation process when two, these two sides can't meet. Do they just decide to keep things the way yeah. they currently are since they can't find a, a middle ground? I feel like that would be uh, the easiest thing to do, except it still feels like some of these situations lean, they favor the owners a bit more than the players. Yeah, I mean, the, the owners kind of have the, the ball in their court, I guess, for the moment. Uh, it sounds like they're kind of making the first move here. Um, and any good negotiator knows that you don't come out the gate with your, uh, you know, your lowest offer, right? You're going to try to you're going to try to get the best deal for yourself that you can out of the gate. And yes, Mark understands. Thank you, Mark. Uh, <laughs> that's really their biggest concern. You know, forget forget free agency and draft pick compensation. They're really just concerned about hitting my deadline. Uh, but yes, th there are going to be aspects to what the owners say uh, that the players will not be satisfied with. And then the players will come back with their counter proposal that probably will come up, uh, will include some of those elements that the owners don't address right away. Um, but I mean, these are still big things. These are still core economic issues, right? And that's what makes this big news. They're, they're going to be addressing, uh, you know, uh, some of the, some of the major things that we've talked about. And so this is still significant. Uh, by the way, for our, our listeners, Mark Solera says, uh, end quote, we have to think about Jesse. And I, when he's talking about the negotiations, he also says it would, it would make the spring training emails awkward. I'm getting if they don't agree soon. And Mark, That's you couldn't true. be more yes. right. I just received <laughs> the same email today because speaking of Thursday, not only are the negotiations starting on Thursday, but that is the day that spring training tickets are set to start going on sale. That's and really pretty hilarious. <laughs> it really is because here's the thing. We are progressing on negotiations, but at times right now through this difficult time in the pandemic, we're progressing as normal until otherwise told, right? Like yeah. I know I bought tickets about a week before uh, for a sketch fest uh, show that was right. canceled seven days later. Right. So, and I know I just recently bought tickets for another pro wrestling show in the Los Angeles area. Uh, and I am, I, I was fairly confident this was going to get canceled and tickets had not gone on sale, which in my mind made it easier to not, you know, have this be a big issue where you might have to refund tickets or do anything of that sort, right? Sure. Uh, but they proceeded to put tickets on sale, which in my mind now means this event is going on no matter what. And so should it be canceled, I, I, I'm going to be very upset. And I just say that because yeah. they had time to not even do the tickets. The tickets went on sale last night and the event is at the end of this month, at January 27th and 28th, right? So they had plenty of time to cancel this sale and not do it. And Mark knows what I'm talking about. Mark Solera, PWG baby. And he's absolutely right. PWG Bola, the I greatest have tournament no in all of pro wrestling. No I'll give you a whole is. history on it. <laughs> I go back to 2014 with those shows. But uh, here, uh, now we're at this situation where the Diamondbacks are offering tickets for spring training games that they are proceeding with as normal, you know, and, and, and hoping that this whole situation doesn't impact the season that I sure. think things like that, things like these tickets going on sale 
are now part of the pressure on these negotiations to happen, right? Like this baseball <laughs> season. Well, no, I'm just saying, well, here, I, and I, I know that's long-term thinking. I know that, that let sure. me, let me, let me, let me explain myself though. This is getting real now. They can't yeah. keep delaying it. They can't say, oh, we're going to talk in the next two weeks and then literally push it off until the end of those two weeks and talk in an actual period. That's 14 days from today. That would be, crazy to not even start talking about core economic issues because like you said there's going to be a back and forth but the structure of the of of the economic issues are the first thing that they need to deal with before they get into the changes of the game if you before they do anything else i am i am relieved a bit to find out that these are happening this week i'm relieved to know and i i the one thing i hope that we see going forward is that we don't see these big layoffs between meetings i would like thursday's meeting to happen and then i would like to hear that they meet on at the latest monday or tuesday of the following week i'd prefer to hear that they have another meeting scheduled for friday but i will take early the following week but they can't start doing this thing where now they're not going to meet again for like another seven days after that and then keep coming back and forth and doing all of this the the reason why i say that about the tickets going on sale is because again This is getting real, real fast. Today, as we record this episode, it's January 11th. We are one month, we are one month and four days away from pitchers and catchers reporting. 34 days until the season starts to end get impacted in some way. Don't I don't know how it gets impacted from that point. I don't know what they shuffle, Mm -hmm. what they shorten, what occurs. But once we reach February 14th, if a deal isn't done by the day I predicted, uh, then we're screwed at that point. And the, and the season is going to be impacted. Hopefully it won't be a long impact. And if it is, they can maybe just take a few games out of spring training or something of the sort. Yeah. That expedited timeline on players getting ready for the regular season though, is the reason why we saw uh, an epic number of injuries in the game of baseball over the last few years. And it's something that they don't, they, they, they shouldn't have to do. So then what happens at that point? You start taking games out of the season if this goes into March. You know, I, I don't know. It, it's it's something, though, that, again, the Thursday negotiation thing, it makes me thrilled. Um, yeah. It, 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 I, I just want to hear it better what better not get canceled because of the Omicron or something. If that, yeah. Oh <laughs> it's, it, is, it is a video conference. So okay. everybody okay. should be able to appear. <laughs> Regardless of their situation, I want any excuses. We know it's a cop out if that's the yeah. report that comes Go out. Go check your internet connections now. Make sure you downloaded all the apps and drivers yes. and stuff. You know, get your shit together is what I'm saying. Like, make sure that we don't have any more delays. Shout out to our man Brett Johnson. Brett Johnson says, "Good to see you, gentlemen." Of course, sir. Good to see you as well. Uh, we are uh, thrilled though with this news, and that is, I guess, our latest update on as the cactus turns. So we'll <laughs> report back with any information. Do we uh, do we get a do we get a love is the game segment too? Is that, uh, well, is that I mean also, that's can we make that that's, happen at some point. That's the motto for this season, so I don't want to abuse that just yet. But okay. I promise you, all right. I promise you, I am not done by far with love okay. is the game. Okay, uh, Good. I have plenty <laughs> still planned for love is the game, but I want. I hope you guys have plenty planned for this. NFL weekend because things are getting nuts. They're getting out of control. Uh, I, I wouldn't be pushing you this hard if it wasn't a real, like I've read every single one of these ads. This is the craziest 
uh, offer that they're throwing out there just yet. They want you guys to get on there. They want you to have some fun during the wild card weekend. And of course, DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL, is kicking things off with this huge, huge offer. Counting down to football, Super Bowl 56. Uh, new customers get that 56 to 1 odds on any wild card team to win their game. You bet just $5 or more, and you'll win $280 in free bets if your team is victorious, along with those 56 to 1 odds. So get wow. on it. Bet $5, bet $20, bet $50. That 56 to 1 odds is going to be a nice payout for you. All customers can also get in on the DraftKings Hammer the Over promotion for the Patriots versus the Bills game. Uh, the For every 5,000 bettors who take the over for Saturday night's game, the point total will lower by half a point. Let's hammer that over. Let's get it. Let's wow. hit zero every time. Uh, they the, the every time they've ran the ham the over, uh, hammer the over promotion, uh, we've run it down to zero. Uh, so of course, of course, betters won once a single point was scored. Let's get in on that. Let's all win some money uh, over at DraftKings Sportsbook app. Cardinals Remember, are a wild card team, right? That's right. They're that is right. In that. Yeah, get in if, on that. If Cardinals. You want, if you want to be bold and bet against Sean McVay, <laughs> you go. You go right ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, and that's a reminder that DraftKings Sportsbook, that code again is PHNX. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 and over only. Arizona only. Gambling problem? Dial 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Uh, Jesse, uh, per the New York Post, Apple, the, the, the company that has taken over my life, I have the <laughs> AirPods Pro, I have the phone, I have the MacBook Pro, um, of getting speakers. Uh, there's other things. Uh, I'm looking at an Apple oh, refrigerator. They have, they have speakers. They have yeah. Speakers oh, they there? they got they got all sorts oh, wow. of stuff. Jesse, they'll take. Wait, they don't there. actually have a refrigerator, do they? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, <laughs> apparently, Apple has had substantial talks about carrying MLB games, huh. which is interesting because, and, and, and I'll tell you why it's interesting. But it would be Apple's first venture into sports which kind of has been long rumored. Amazon got into the game with NFL, and that turned out to be quite lucrative and popular for them as, as what they did. Um, and so Apple is trying to get in on that action. Um, I'm guessing with Apple TV, uh, which would yeah, be Apple a TV nice Plus, feature. I think, is yeah. that what they're, I think Apple that's their TV, system. Apple TV Plus Max. Um, that's what, think, that's, yeah. yeah, yeah, Plus Pro Max. <laughs> Plus Pro Max, yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> Sure. Uh, but does this move the needle on MLB popularity or are we past the point of streaming services making something more of readily available impacting a sports reach? I don't think it makes MLB more popular, unfortunately. I wish I could answer yes to that question. Uh, the Baseball has done similar things in the past. Uh, we've had some games on Facebook Live and we've had and YouTube. some games on yeah. YouTube as well. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I think the, I think those platforms, maybe you are expanding reach a little bit to some people who wouldn't otherwise see the game. Um, you know, I mean, it, in it, this day and age, people aren't really flipping through their TV channels all the time anymore. They're scrolling sure. through their Facebook feed and they're watching sure. stuff on YouTube. I just don't know if Apple TV Plus is quite to that level. You know, like if there's this enormous uh, group of people that are, you know, just on Apple TV Plus every day. And if a baseball game popped up, they would watch it when they wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't have Apple TV Plus. So I, I don't know if I can really speak to what the platform is like. Is that what Ted Lasso was was released on? That is on? what Ted Lasso is streaming okay. on. Yeah. And I okay. have, I personally have a, uh, a six month, I believe, uh, subscription to it. 
as a oh, as like a new customer and i okay pretty much used it to watch ted lasso that's what i yeah that's, what I that's did kind with of it, right? my like, fear is that it's kind of just uh ted lasso or you know if there's some other exclusive show that comes to apple tv plus well, people will like it but otherwise i don't know if they're if people are going to be on there looking for baseball um and uh mark solera asked mlb on twitch when um i i don't know when that MLB Twitch happened, but I know uh, the YouTube thing happened and Facebook Live. Uh, yeah, that would be game? that would be news to me. Was there? Yeah. was there Twitch? Did did Major League Baseball go on Twitch? I actually, I, I, don't, I don't know, know, but I know that one thing about those, much like you know us doing the live show, is the interactivity, right, with people in the comments and such. But it sure. was pretty much just a comment section of chaos, you know, during those Major League Baseball games on YouTube yeah. and Facebook. It wasn't very constructive. Like salty Phillies fans or something. Right, yeah, and it wasn't people, like, talking back and forth. Even even talking trash back and forth or whatever between fans of the opposing teams would be totally what I would see uh, you yeah. know, the comment section of use for, but it, it's it's not. It's just, a, it's just a dystopian landscape of nonsensical comments and uh, people posting things to be rude or just kind of say something stupid or whatever, right? But uh, I, I will say that the Apple TV thing, I guess the mo- the the thing about this move is I wonder, is it smart for Apple, right? Like uh, mm. typically they're kind of ahead of the curve when it comes to doing stuff. Um, and this- They're not really on this. <laughs> they're not. They're not on the sports thing and they're not on this. And again, it's baseball. So I just kind of wonder uh, for Apple, if it might be a case of, of buying low, right? Like baseball's <laughs> popularity is really wow. low right now. Baseball. I'm, well, I'm just saying, right. It's yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying baseball is like in the clearance bin or anything like that. I'm just saying right now, <laughs> I, I imagine it would be very expensive to try to get in on the rights for NFL and NBA yeah, seems extremely sure. popular, but I will say with like the NHL or MLB, it, it might be a time where to get in on those rights, the streaming rights or television rights just might be less expensive. And then you can try to promote it on your network the way you do. I know like TNT, for instance, has been playing a lot of hockey and they like, they are hyping hockey up like it's like it's NBA or anything else like that. Right. And yeah. literally the, the effort put in to the network or the streaming service showing that thing can make you feel like it's more important. Right. Like the way that they make hockey seem so important on this on this show with giving it the same love that the NBA has, you know, with like a, a pre-show panel with, you know, former coaches and experts and players and things like that. It, it makes hockey feel important, you know, so mm. I, I feel like it, it is in the presentation. And maybe if you can get in on it uh, in on a sport that's still popular, but less expensive, you know, than maybe other sports, maybe you view it as a way that you guys can do something with it on your platform that makes it more exciting to watch or more interactive or whatever the case, you know, do you, I, I, do you know, with the Facebook and YouTube games, were those exclusive? Like were those games still broadcasted on local TV channels or did could you only watch the games there? That's a good question because when you were watching it, there was a lot of stuff like in the ballpark in the like signage behind them uh, in the, you know, yeah. on the backstop and stuff about Facebook live and, and such. So there was a strong promotion about it, but I don't know if it was an exclusivity kind okay. of thing. I don't know if that would, that would be an important question for me. Cause in some sure. ways I feel like that, I mean, that could be worse for baseball. You know, if, if people want to watch their team 
And, you know, suddenly on a random Thursday night, their, their game isn't on. Yeah. You have to have Apple TV plus and people are, we all have 47,000 subscriptions <laughs> at this point in our lives. And I don't know if you're really, uh, you know, uh, gearing up to pick up another free trial uh, every day of the week. So no, that's, that's that would be a big question. The truth. That's absolutely true. And uh, I will say I myself kind of, I am enticed at times by these streaming services offering stuff like this, especially as an exclusive offer, right? Like I want to watch that movie. I don't have that streaming service. I wonder if I can get it for a short period of time just so I can watch that movie. Is that, is that why you got Apple TV plus for Ted Lasso? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. I wouldn't. And I was given it free for getting the phone and I still would not have even signed up for the account had it not been for Ted Lasso. And sure. I've watched a couple of other things on there. Interestingly enough, these streaming services all have a bunch of like movies and stuff that like cross across platforms. So they, they do offer a nice variety. Um, and at times I kind of feel like, like, like I only need one at a time, you know, like I don't need yeah. all, I like, because there's so much on one single streaming service that it makes it hard for me to even get to all of it on that, let alone right. also Netflix and Peacock and Paramount Plus. Does Netflix Prime Video. even have, I feel like Netflix is just a barren wasteland at this point. It's, you know, it's interesting you say that, but Netflix, Netflix constantly puts stuff out that still okay. is. Uh, well, you know how books. uncultured I am, Derek. So there could you be all are, sorts well, of new great stuff coming out on Netflix and I wouldn't know, know about it. Okay. So. Here's the thing is that <laughs> Netflix and some of these services, they've kind of figured out like, like just like Disney Plus, how they as long as they have one really big a yeah, plus an title yeah, yeah network like a show that's ongoing that that that's enough to hook people right and disney plus is smart about it because they just they they line theirs up back to back and they know oh yeah you guys that love hawkeye you're gonna love the book of boba fett which by the way chef's kiss it's fantastic um but uh <laughs> same thing with like netflix you know like uh the the world was uh in like encompassed by a squid game there for a minute and and then it's gone but you know they have like i like stranger things i like stranger Stranger things Things is great yeah Yeah. right yeah like so there are shows on there but again uh at times you could easily get caught up and not have to keep the streaming service if it had games though that you wanted to watch if it offered baseball games like i know for hulu that's a big plus for me is hulu just has weird sports not only does hulu have like Premier League soccer and other things that I want to see that I'm not going to typically see here in the States on a regular channel or whatever, but sure. they have like, uh, like sports I don't even understand. And I just watch them. And sometimes like they have complete English commentary and I'm enthralled by it, but I have no idea what's going on or how they're scoring points or anything. Uh, right. but it's a, it's a fun time. And again, it's kind of fun to be exposed, uh, to other sports that I know nothing about. So the streaming services, I think that pick up some of that other stuff that you can't watch like Hulu does. I think that's pretty smart baseball. I can watch, right? So I don't know for Apple, if that's a wise investment and that's the type of thing that's going to make me go sign up for Apple TV plus or plus pro max. (laughs) (laughs) I I am a big Apple advocate and have been for a while. I have, I haven't owned a PC since I was a little kid, but, uh, but yeah, their, their naming system is just, they're just throwing out all these like vague, like pro Mac. <laughs> like it's like really like a company that's this ahead of the curve on so many things. Can't think of anything yeah. more creative. I don't, I don't well, know. they also can't include a standard driver uh, uh, for a webcam on their Mac Pro uh, 
2019 edition. Ah, uh, yeah, well. you're still, you're still bitter on that. I'm about, still better that, that I had huh? to spend. I had to spend seven dollars and ninety nine cents on an app, Jesse, and I'm furious. You know, you know how it is. <laughs> it's, you don't like it's better ninety nine cents on better, an app. Yeah, no, I was gonna say it's better than spending ninety nine cents on an app, which is somehow <laughs> the worst thing. There's just something about it that's so aggravating. I can't stand ninety nine cent uh, apps. Anyway, all right. Well, don't do it, Apple. That's what we're trying to say. If you guys are still in talks, maybe maybe it's not such a good idea. Uh, but what would be a good idea is for you guys to go sign up for gophnx.com, become a member, get that annual membership. You'll get that free T-shirt, phnxlocker.com. We got an amazing new bird gang shirt over there doing the little bird hands. We all need to get those bird hands going for yeah, the playoff game yeah. and get those Cardinals flying past the uh, L.A. Rams. But a very exciting time here. Go to gophnx.com, sign up. Uh, for all of the great content that we have over there, Jesse has an amazing new article over at PHNX Lock. Uh, or excuse me, at Go PHNX. <laughs> Don't go looking at PHNX Locker for Jesse's article. You won't find yeah. it there, but you will find it at gophnx.com. And of course, uh, Jesse doing the work uh, that most of us never knew we needed in our lives, but somehow is very important breaking down the best and worst positions in Arizona Diamondbacks history. Uh, very, very interesting. Uh, foir ranking is it is it okay to say foir or do we say foir? <laughs> I think foir is normally how I've heard uh, it, but you can say it however you want. I right? like foir, uh, <laughs> but uh, you can get that over at gophnx.com. Sign up to become a member, you'll get Jesse's incredible article, my pretty good articles, and everybody else's amazing work <laughs> over there. Uh, you also get uh, access to our uh, members only discord as well as access to our members only deals over at the phnxlocker.com so sign up to become a member now and of course check out jesse's article jesse that piece very interesting uh very telling about this team there are certain things i found to be very very surprising and then other things not so much yeah well which which was which was which for you i'm curious for me yeah uh uh well jesse like i said his ranking here broke down uh, the FWAR for uh, this team in its in, it, it's in its existence uh, versus uh, stacking up against the rest of Major League Baseball. Yeah, I basically think- just giving their total WAR at every position and then giving their ranking relative to the rest of the league to figure out where have the Diamondbacks produce more value than other teams and where are they you know dreadfully falling behind in in a few cases here. The thing I wasn't surprised about Jesse was that relief pitching we're ranked 29th yeah (laughs) that we've talked about it and again when we talk about it it's kind of like when someone asks you like to say you know well tell me who's a dominant relief pitcher we've ever had and then you actually have to sit there and come up with an answer and it's hard to right 29th uh in a in a in a league i believe there's 30 teams uh, in major league there's, there's 30 teams the, the, the detroit tigers are the one and only team that has produced less value out of its bullpen oh, since man. 1998 yes that, there you go. that is a long time to be that bad at bullpen um but it wasn't surprising i think i think no. that wasn't surprising that actually backs up what i already kind of thought i think what's surprising are the other positions that this team ranks so low at hmm there's a few. Um, yeah. Shortstop, third base, and right field. Like, again, I guess I can't really, you know, like at third base, I guess Eduardo Escobar um, comes to mind. As he was as good, pretty good. If he, if Eduardo know. Escobar had played 
four complete seasons as a Diamondback, he would probably be the most valuable player they've ever had at third base. Right now, it's Matt Williams. If you go, if you go read the article, and Matt Williams was about thirty-five years old by the time he got to the Diamondbacks. Yeah. He had a great what? career, but the Diamondbacks kind of got the, the tail end of it, and he wasn't. He was really good for a couple seasons, and he kind of dropped off after that. But because he was around for five years, that's why you know he produced more value than than anyone else the team has ever had. You know who I'm surprised that isn't on that list because the top performers at third base are Matt Williams, Mark Reynolds, and Jake Lamb. Yeah. And holy crap. Like, uh, didn't Chad Tracy play third base? Or was yeah, Chad, Chad Tracy was close. And that's really the reason is because I tried to uh, I tried to divvy this up based on how much they played at each position. So Chad Tracy played a pretty even split of first base and third base. So okay. on the whole, he was more valuable than at least Jake Lamb. Uh, okay. But because he kind of split it up, his third base value wasn't as high as Jake Lamb's. Gotcha. That makes sense. And I understand that. It's just still very surprising. Uh, yeah. Still very, very surprising. Uh, and again, and also right field. Uh, right field yeah. with, you know, barren, Justin, man. <laughs> Justin Upton out in right field and Reggie yeah. Sanders and Gerardo Parra, their top performers. But I would think that those guys thinking back on their careers would have been good enough for them to be ranked better than 28th in the league. Yeah. Justin Upton had two great seasons as a Diamondback. He was great in 2009 and he was great in 2011. And other than that, Justin Upton was kind of just okay. Uh, in the other seasons. And I mean, he is tops in franchise history for sure. But outside of those two years from him, it's basically half a season of JD Martinez. Uh, that was excellent, obviously. And then Reggie Sanders, as you mentioned, who wasn't here for very long, but was, was excellent over a, over a short stint in 2001. So, but yeah, other than that, right field, man, it's just been kind of a wasteland for for this for this organization there just hasn't been much consistency there David Peralta was there for a little bit and then now he's mostly been a left fielder uh so yeah there's just not been a whole lot of good things happening in right field uh for the D-backs well this reminds me of a quote I wanted to bring up on today's episode Jesse and the reason why it's important is because not only is it something that the Arizona Diamondbacks need to believe about these positions that are they're really bad at? But I think they just need to believe about themselves in 2022. Yes. And it comes from former Mets great Mookie Wilson. And Mookie Wilson once said, when I'm in a slump, I comfort myself by saying, if I believe in dinosaurs, then somewhere they must be believing in me. And if they believe in me, <laughs> then I can believe in me. Then I bust out. <laughs> how can you not be inspired by that jesse dinosaurs I mean, that's... believe in you if you believe in them they believe in you and if they believe in you then you should believe in you now go bust out that's, that's how i get that's how i get through hard days you know at work really my is. day job that's how i get through most trials in life is the dinosaurs man they're they're yeah. a big time source of inspiration so if, right there you, with you moogie look if if you're not if you're not believing in the dinosaurs then, then they're not believing in you just remember that that's how this whole situation goes but i want you guys to all take those wise words of wisdom and don't forget jesse the omnipotent one himself has suggested or said that we are almost done with this lockout. So we have uh, 17 more days until Jesse's prediction comes true uh, and we are done with this lockout. 
I hope it happens like two days early just to ruin it for you. Um, because again, <laughs> I would you will be, be insufferable. If it, if it happened earlier than my day, that would be that would be pretty incredible. But the one thing I will throw out there is I mean, worst comes to worst. I think I don't want to jinx anything, but we probably are within a month or so of this horrific stretch of base of this baseballless world uh finally is put to rest. And after oh, that cool. happens, Derek. There are a lot of free agents that have not Oof. signed, and they're going to find teams really <laughs> freaking quickly uh, right when all of this comes down. So so stick with us here for a few weeks because once the lockout ends, it's gonna we're going to go right back into you know baseball transaction madness where where teams are are trying to fill you know these final gaps before the start of the season. And then we can go back to Dan Zaborski's uh, neural network created list of little known facts about those free agents. Like, by go. the way, Jorge Soler used to advertise clowns to unsuspecting fans. I don't know what he means by <laughs> advertise. Like, advertise for those clowns advertise. to come like, do, to do <laughs> parties? Or does he advertise clowns to come meet them at their seat? I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. That's... Uh... Michael Pineda, uh, Michael Pineda has applied for three Starbucks openings. See what this lockout is doing to these guys. Let's get it over with and let's get Michael Pineda back to work. Poor guy. Uh, but we appreciate you guys once again, checking out the show. Uh, we appreciate the neural network for everything it's done for us. And most importantly, we appreciate Mookie Wilson and we believe in Mookie Wilson and we know the dinosaurs do too. Uh, but we appreciate you guys checking out the show. Remember, go over to PHNX Locker. I'm rocking this guy right now. Go get the go get the D-back shirt. Go get the brand new Cardinal shirt. There's all sorts of fun stuff over at the PHNXLocker.com. Uh, $30 will get you your shirt of your choice. Also, pick up one of those sticker packs. They are amazing. Let me know if you do. Get me one. I need one still. So I'll, I'll send you my $5 through Venmo or something. We'll figure it out. But uh, <laughs> let's get on this action together phnx locker uh if you become a member like i said over at go phnx that shirt will be free so if you haven't done so already sign up there uh you can also get to up on that month-to-month option and you'll get your first month for just 50 cents over at gophnx.com of course you can follow me on twitter at cap underscore caveman jesse is at jesse and friedman our show is at phnx underscore dbacks but of course all roads lead to at phnx underscore sports on twitter facebook and instagram If you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app, please subscribe to us there. Leave us a five-star review. Uh, Jesse's Tacoma picture behind him is worth five stars alone. And what this man does, he works 18-hour days just so he can be here with us podcasting. I'm still Uh, wearing the suit. I should have called me Professor Friedman. Yeah, I'm supposed to. We had that plan. You're supposed to be Professor Friedman. time I got some respect around here. That's right. Get (laughs) Professor Friedman a five-star review. And uh, also go over to YouTube, subscribe to us there sign up for notifications that way you don't miss any of this content coming out from the phnx team uh cardinals sons coyotes we're all killing it and we're having a great time over here so uh make sure to join the family and be part of this phnx experience of course uh we appreciate you guys so much for checking out the show uh on behalf of jesse and myself we thank you so much and remember kids baseball is fun but it's so much more fun when you believe in dinosaurs